It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, but it's not yet, so don't get too excited. We're still in Advent for 24 more hours or so, and the Lord has special Advent graces yet to give us, and so let us observe what's left of the season well so that we can celebrate Christmas with, Christmas with hearts ready with great joy. And the church gives us such a beautiful gospel reading on this fourth Sunday of Advent this year, the account of the Annunciation. I think a strong case could be made that what we hear in this gospel is literally the most significant moment in the history of the world. I know that may sound like an exaggeration, it's a big claim, and maybe a stronger case could be made for the crucifixion of our Lord or his resurrection. But if you think about it, we literally divide history in half by this moment. We are in the year 2023 because 2,023 years ago, or thereabouts, since historians debate whether we have the count perfectly right, with these words of our Blessed Mother, her fiat, let it be done to me according to your word, God became man. The eternal Son of God, who existed for all eternity with the Father and the Holy Spirit, in this very moment, took on our human nature, and the whole world has changed. At that moment, he began his earthly life as every human being does, as a tiny embryo in the womb of his mother. The Word became flesh. You know, it's interesting then to think that this singularly defining moment in the whole history of the universe was so very hidden. Only one human being on the face of the earth even knew it had happened when it did. Our Lady herself. It was just her and the angel, presumably in Our Lady's home there in Nazareth. The moment that divides divides history in half wasn't some epic clash of armies on a battlefield or some rousing public speech that echoed down through the centuries, reenacted year after year. It was a young woman, probably a teenager, at prayer in her room. And in that moment, in the solitude and intimacy, everything changed. The world, broken by sin and plagued by death, received its Savior. There's so many lessons for us in this moment. It teaches us how important, for example, Our Lady is in our spiritual lives. The Blessed Virgin Mary is meant to be an intrinsic part of your and my relationship with God. If God chose to come into our world through her, then it only makes sense that this is how God continues to act in our lives. He desires still to come to us through her. We learn from this moment, from Our Lady's beautiful and holy example, how to live with great faith and trustful surrender to God. Her fiat, her let it be done to me according to your word, That's the model for every disciple of Christ. That's how you and I are meant to live 
the whole of our lives, a kind of mantra, if you will, that we should be repeating over and over in our hearts to the Lord. This moment teaches us, too, how important silence and solitude is in our lives. While you and I are called, certainly, to various active ways of serving God and one another, the most important thing, and where that has to be rooted, is in the intimacy of prayer. Prayer changes the world. At least it did in this moment. And we could go on and on. There are so many lessons from the Annunciation, which is why we ponder it again and again. For example, in in the Holy Rosary, in the Joyful Mysteries. And there's another practice that the church offers us as a way to come back to this moment every day in prayer. It's that prayer that we call the Angelus, the Latin word for just the very first word of the prayer. It begins with the angel. In the church's tradition, Christians pause three times a day at 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. to pray the Angelus and to recall this moment the moment that the Archangel Gabriel visited Our Lady, the moment at which history was divided into the era before Christ and the time, the years of our Lord. The Angelus has three short verses that summarize this encounter, and interspersed between them are three Hail Marys, when we echo Gabriel's own words to our Blessed Mother. And then there's a concluding verse and a final prayer, which was actually the collect that we prayed also at Mass this evening. And so one thing I would like to propose to you this evening is that you begin to or continue to pray the Angelus in your life. Maybe this could be a kind of spiritual New Year's resolution to embrace this daily habit of prayer. It's simple, short, it doesn't take long. But as a way to recall every single day, this most significant moment of history, and to continue to draw from it all of these lessons that we can draw from this encounter between Our Lady and Our Blessed Mother, it can bear great fruit in our lives. And so to conclude my homily this evening, I'd like to pray the Angelus with you. If you know it, you can join me in praying along. Otherwise, uh, listen to the words and pray them in your heart. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived by the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, 
thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Patrick, pray for us.